Section 9 of Our Atomic World The Story of Atomic Energy This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Atomic World The Story of Atomic Energy by C. Jackson Craven The Fission Bomb is Exploded the American scientists present on that historic December day were part of the tremendous super-secret scientific and industrial complex that bore the unrevealing title Manhattan District. The United States had been at war almost a year. An uncontrolled fission reaction gave promise of producing an explosion of untold proportions. This promise coupled with the possibility that enemy scientists might be nearing such a goal, had launched a vast Allied effort. The Manhattan Project, as it was commonly known, included a variety of hush-hush facilities. Each of these installations in New York, Illinois, Tennessee, New Mexico, California, and Washington had its own experts working night and day to solve the baffling problems surrounding development of a fission weapon. Ordinary uranium, as found in nature, was not suitable for an atomic bomb because less than 1% of the atoms in it are fissionable isotope uranium-235. It therefore became necessary to find some means for separating the rare uranium-235 from the large quantity of uranium-238. Chemistry could not do it since the two isotopes are identical chemically. Several methods of achieving large-scale separation were tried. The most successful and economical, known as gaseous diffusion, involves compressing normal uranium in the form of uranium hexafluoride gas against a porous battery containing millions of holes, each smaller than two millionths of an inch. Since the uranium-235 molecules are slightly lighter than the uranium-238, they bounce against the barrier more frequently and have a greater chance of penetrating. Thus, although the gas at first contains only 0.7% uranium-235, the process of compression is repeated several thousand times, and the proportion gradually increases until the necessary concentration is reached. For this operation, an enormous plant containing a very large barrier area, miles of piping, and countless pumps was built at Oak Ridge, Tennessee. At the same time that vast efforts were being made to produce a uranium-235 bomb, another project of equal importance was being pursued to develop a different kind of fission bomb. Uncertainty as to whether it would be possible to separate usable amounts of uranium-235 led to a decision to exploit a highly significant discovery about one of the transuranic elements. By 1941, Glenn T. Seaborg, Edward M. McMillan, Philip H. Avelson, and others at the Radiation Laboratory, Berkeley, California, had identified isotopes of two new 
transuranic elements developed when they bombarded uranium-238 nuclei with neutrons. The new elements were named Neptunium and Plutonium after the planets Neptune and Pluto, which lie beyond Uranus in the solar system. One isotope of plutonium, plutonium-239, which resulted from the absorption of a neutron by a uranium-238 nucleus and the emission of two beta particles, was discovered to be as fissionable as uranium-235 and hence theoretically just as feasible for a bomb. Since plutonium is chemically different from uranium, it offered the tremendous advantage that it could readily be concentrated by conventional chemical techniques. The way to manufacture usable amounts of plutonium, an element that had never before been detected on Earth, is to expose uranium to a very intense neutron bombardment. The best-known place to find a rich supply of neutrons was the heart of a self-sustaining chain-reacting pile of uranium. Accordingly, very large piles, or reactors, were rushed to completion near the Columbia River at Hanford, Washington, to make plutonium. On July 16, 1945, a plutonium bomb, carefully assembled by another group of scientists at Project Y, Los Alamos, New Mexico, was successfully tested in the New Mexico desert. The heat from that first man-made nuclear explosion completely vaporized a tall steel tower and melted several acres of surrounding surface sand. The flash of light was the brightest the Earth had ever witnessed. A uranium-235 bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan, on August 6, 1945. Three days later, a plutonium bomb was dropped on Nagasaki, Japan. Hostilities ended on August 14, 1945. Nuclear energy is needed for the future. The chief source of the enormous quantities of energy used daily by modern civilization is fossil fuels in the form of coal, petroleum, and natural gas. Concentrated sources of these fuels, though large, are far from inexhaustible, and it has been said that future historians may refer to the brief time when they were used as the fossil fuel incident. The next great source of energy will probably be nuclear reactors, in which controlled chain reactions release energy from the large store of fissionable materials in the world. The accomplishments of nuclear power in the propulsion of ships have already been noted. In addition, there is now going on in industrialized countries in different parts of the world a large-scale development of nuclear power plants for production of electricity. Nuclear electric power is approaching the point where it will be economically competitive with power from hydroelectric plants or those burning coal, oil, or gas as fuels. Improvements in nuclear power technology are rapidly being made, and it is now widely predicted that before the end of this century, most new electric power plants will be nuclear. End of Section 9